Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm your host, Grace Helbig. Very excited to have Arif Zahir with us today. If you don't know him, get ready to know him. He's a, a gamer, a professional voiceover actor, impressionist, actor, musician. He wears a lot of hats. And the most recent hat added to his head is the new voice of Cleveland Brown on Family Guy. Oh, all of the YouTube impressions have paid off. We talk about how that came to be for him, how Fox slid into his email inbox asking him to audition, the whole wild process of it, what it was like creating uh, videos, making silly voices on YouTube in, in 2012, cut to 2020, now a voice on Family Guy. The whole journey, it's such a, a lovely conversation and I learned a lot about the gaming community too. So maybe you'll pick up a couple of tips and tricks. Enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Arif Zahir. Arif, so excited that you're here. I have so many things to talk to you about. I'm sorry to interrupt whatever potential gaming you might have been doing, <laughs> but I'm thankful that you're making some time. Um, okay. Let's start at the beginning. I'm so curious about how you got into YouTube, how you got into acting, that whole thing. I've read some stories that like your sister got you interested in comedy and like Jim Carrey and that sort of thing. But like, talk me through that. How did that go? Yeah. So I was like a little tyke and my sister would be taking me to a house sometimes and she would like, she, we live separately. She's 14 years older than me. <laughs> I love you. Um, and she'd always put on Liar Liar, um, Blue Streak with Martin Lawrence or mm. Black. And so Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, and Jim Carrey were my inspirations. The Jim Carrey's goofiness, I don't yeah. know, it stuck with me. So I would take that, you know, kids are sponges. I would take that, go to school, third, fourth grade. And every like Friday in my school, we'd have like this drama class, mm -hmm. but we're able to like this little kids doing whatever. Yeah. And I would always do like a stand up set. So the entire class would like be in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. I would, literally, I would take jokes from uh, Liar Liar and stuff and uh, Star Shirts because Star Shirts had a stand up session too. I would take jokes from that and the yes. class would laugh. And I was like, oh my God, like, have you ever laugh at it? I was like, I, I'm, I'm going to do this for a long time. Like, I, ever since then, I wanted to be an entertainer. So, oh, was, yeah. When you feel like you have a superpower that yeah. like can make people laugh, oh, it's like the most addictive feeling in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, okay. So, fast forward a little bit. And the internet is created and this thing called YouTube gets made and you're working at a, a ice cream place. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> and then it, this is when you decided to dabble in YouTube. Yeah. 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 So I was at this place called cream in Berkeley. Mm -hmm. uh, just give ice cream sandwiches all day. And, uh, it's funny because it's like a people coming in a line. It's like a you just hand them, you make them ice cream sandwiches and stuff. And I would be doing my voices then. I was like small. Really? Yeah. And I would be practicing. I'll be doing Cleveland and stuff and making them laugh. And some people <laughs> I would be like, hey, sir, here's your sandwich. And they'd look at me a little <laughs> funny because they weren't sure if that was my real voice or not. So they yeah. weren't sure. <laughs> so at that time, you know, I was, you know, working hard there and I was doing YouTube and there wasn't really money coming from YouTube. Mm -hmm. I was just having fun with it. And then over, you know, 2015. I had done a video called Ted Plays Call of Duty where I impersonated Seth MacFarlane's Ted character. Yeah. And that got like a million, like first time, it got like a million views in like a week. And wow. I was like, God, every video before that got 40K. But yeah. that it blew me up. And ever since then, I was making money and I was showing my friends, I was like, yo, man, 
look how much money YouTube said they're going to this month. And my coworkers <laughs> like, yo, man, I need to quit my job here. Like, yeah. And then since then. It's wild. I, yeah, it was insane. That's so, and so it, it is crazy because you start doing YouTube I assume like you're doing it just for fun, right? Like you're putting stuff up there. You're just seeing how it goes. You're getting a chance to like test out these voices and have fun. And mm-hmm. then you get a video that goes viral. Did you feel like pressure now? Like, oh shit. Okay. I, how do I maintain this? Or yeah. like, yeah. What was that feeling like? The person was like, do I keep milking this? The Ted thing? The, right. The, right. Fascinating this. And I, you know, I did, I did a bit, a lot of that. And mm-hmm. uh, my other videos weren't doing as well. So I just kept doing that. You know, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, but ever since then, I was blessed that my viewership only went up, never went down. Cool. Uh, monetization only went up. I was able to pay for college with it. It was like, <laughs> yeah. Man. Okay. So this is interesting because a lot of people that do YouTube, uh, I've also gone to college and done that gig. Uh, but a lot of people don't because YouTube is a viable, you know, job career option. So you, you went to, to school. Was that always in the cards for you? Yeah. So it was like, I went to school for acting out here in LA. Um, mm-hmm. it was called relativity school at the time. And it's called Hushman. Now I went, um, here's, it's like a double thing because I went paid for my tuition. But the thing was, since I was full-time in school, my money on YouTube was going down. Yeah. Since I to, so I had to opt out after a year and a half. Oh, okay. Um, and then ever since then, my channel went from, you know, it was growing and then it just, you know, I was able to focus on my crafts fully and it just blew up from there even more. Well, that's really, it's cool to hear you call it a craft because, you know, when you're kind of like dicking around and doing some voices, that's fun. Yeah. But then when these voices become the thing that people are like looking forward to, and also you're a musician and you're into like the whole entertainment world. So at what point did like, the the switch flip that you were like i gotta take this seriously and like really spend my time here um yeah like honestly 2016 um i was i had a million subscribers mm-hmm. and uh i went i had i got i went from i got a million subscribers in 2016 and got two million subscribers in the same year too and i was like okay wow I continue. that's a big jump yeah, yeah. um so i was like if i continue this man like it, who knows where i'm gonna be in another year or two and um 2017 Wild. too it was it was great now, when you're doing voices, are there some in your head, obviously, that you know that you, your voice is suitable for? Um, are there ones you haven't tested yet? Or are there ones that you're constantly working on in the background and trying to hone? Yeah. Oh, my God. A lot, man. I, it's funny because I never looked at myself as an impressionist. And, right. Uh, okay. That's a question, too. Like, it's a very specific world. I can't do it for shit. I am terrible. I can't do I can't sing. I can't all of that. So when you start mimicking people's voices, to me, that's like a superpower, truly, that I'm like, how? How do you do this? So when you realize like, okay, now I've sort of by accident become an impressionist. Yeah. Like, how do you take that seriously? Well, there's pressure with it, too, because with an audience, they expect me to do to know every voice in the world. It right. Sense, you know, and I, I typically, a lot of impressionists will do like a hundred voices and that's their craft and they, they're incredible. Wow. At um, Insane. and, uh, yeah. And some will do a, like a thousand voices, but like only three are good. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be the person who says I can do all the voices and only do fortune, you know? Right. So I just keep it like, I'll do 10. I have done like the same, I'll add one, like I'll add like a new impression every year. You know, mm-hmm. if I really feel like I got it, I want it to be 10 out of 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, there's pressure with it because I'll have fans say, all right, do a new voice. And I'm like, I can't just, it's you know. not a just whip it out kind of yeah, thing. Right. Cleveland was a subconscious thing. I practiced it after I figured out I can do it. But like 
off the bat, I can just kind of already just, I think my brain just picked it up and I can just yeah. kind of work. Yeah. And so it's wild. You're doing all these voices. And then, of course, you know, this year, the big moment comes where they replace Cleveland and you put yourself out there. Did you really when you like made that was it a TikTok that you made of like who could possibly do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that serious? I mean, like that you're serious, but also it's kind of a joke. But like, no, I the TikTok, honestly, is like it wasn't serious. I put it out. But if they did see it, then that'd be great. You know, and yeah. I, I assumed that they were just going to write Cleveland out. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just TikTok was a new medium and it you know, still is for me. But they didn't people don't really know who I am on there. So um, I wanted to take some of my YouTube audience and be, hey, I do Cleveland on YouTube. You know, so, <laughs> um, so, yeah. And they, 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 they saw that video, but they also saw my other YouTube videos is why they contacted me in the first place. Yeah. And then what's that contacting like? Did they slide into a DM? Did you get a phone call? Was it, did it feel like a prank was happening? <laughs> well, they actually found my old MySpace and went, no, like, no. I, actually, <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> no, it, it, there was an email. It was like, hey, I was actually, it's funny because I was recording a song uh-huh. at the time and I got an email saying from Fox, you know, you get a little push notification. Like, hey, <laughs> wild. Cleveland Brown, family guy. And I'm recording this and I tell my engineer, I was like, yo, man. <laughs> Him on the mic, I was like, yo, I swear to God, Fox's email. He goes, no, I'm coming in right now. And he comes through and he's like, holy shit. So yeah, I, I was like, okay, is this real? I had to just cut the business for it that day. I drove home like the biggest. I was like, oh my God. You know, I read the email like 40 times and I was like, okay, please. Like, then you see the signature on the bottom. It says Fox has the numbers and all that and the address. Wow. Of, okay. All right. It's real then, you know? Wow. So did they, did they offer you the gig or was it like, we would like you to come test and see your voice kind of thing? They asked, they asked if I wanted to audition, you know? Okay. Yes. Um, But that took like, it took like a month and a half. It was actually a, I think I would say the same grueling process that any actor would do. It wasn't like, I think it got misconstrued where people thought, you know, they just gave a YouTuber a job because he's a YouTuber. Right, right, right. They didn't tell the whole, you know, so people would assume that I'm just like this guy who got like, got easy. And mm-hmm. no, it was like I had to. It took like a month, and there was like weeks where they it would take a minute for them to get back to me. And I thought, Ooh. okay, well, that was a fun thing. Yeah, just, just the process itself was enough. I don't need to get you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is an emotional roller coaster that you're on. And I'm always curious, like because you have such success on YouTube, do you feel intimidated when you do things in the traditional media world? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, since this is kind of like the first, honestly, the first thing, and it's mm-hmm. a big. A real big, and not only is it the first thing, but now you're replacing someone, established character, so many pressured ideas around it. And I put myself in people's shoes. Of course, they don't know who I am. And of course, anyone's going to get hate if they're saying someone they love for the past 20 years and someone else has the, you know, takes that mantle from them. They're going to automatically be like, no, you know. Yeah. And uh, I was the face of it, you know, when it's like a topic of. You know, I was getting comments like, oh, he just got it because he's black. He doesn't mm. even, even do it. I bet he. And then uh, luckily, I came from a place where I have fans who would, re- you know, respond to them on Twitter. Like there were situations where I see people talk crap and then my fans would be like, no, check out this video. And then they'd come back. <laughs> like, OK, he's actually oh, that's so sweet. Fan, you know, so mm. that's great. Yeah. They do your PR work for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, have you gone in and recorded sessions already? Yeah, like four or five already. Mm-hmm. How is that going? So fun. It's so fun. You yeah, know, what's the because usually you're by yourself or doing it, you know, on your own terms. And now you're going in and it's a collaborative effort with a, a lot of like professionals. So what's that like? You know, so now it's, you know, COVID. So we use Zoom and I have them in okay. my ears. I don't know if they I feel like they probably would have done it even without COVID because it's just easy to do it like that. Yeah. So I just go in and luckily since 
Cleveland hasn't isn't like as big as Peter. You can mm-hmm. do, you know, a couple lines. You get four episodes done in like 30 minutes, you know? And that's, wow. <laughs> that's amazing. So yeah. cool. Now, are has this impeded and uh, decreased your amount of video game playing? Yeah. yeah. It has. Have you been able to get it in here and there where you can? Everything. Um, YouTube, music. I have. It's been a, it's, it's a big transition, you know? So I'm, I feel like I'm starting to finally get back into it now. But initially it was like, what am I going to do? Like... Now mm-hmm. I have Cleveland Brown and Fox. People are going to expect a different quality of YouTube videos, or do they want me to be me? Hmm. Keep it the same. So it's a whole lot. Um, but I feel like I'm finally getting back into it now. Oh, good. Yeah, because I I see what you're doing online. You have this whole music side of you. You have your like front facing kind of like gamer impressions side of you. How do you? how do you create for the different platforms? Like, do you wake up and say today I'm working on music or is it more of like, how do I feel today? And mm. now I'll work on whatever I feel like. Yeah. There's definitely certain days where it's more leaning towards one part of the, you know, create creativity that I want to uh, hop onto. But um, honestly, it, it usually is. I'll just wake up and then whatever I'm feeling, I'll do unless I have a Got crunch, it. you know, if I want right, to get right, right. a song completed or a certain video, like a brand deal or a certain, you know, I need to upload this month's examine it all, something like that. But Got for the most part, wake up and do what I want. Now, great. what's what's your audience like? How would you describe your audience? Um, like, uh, like in terms of support, or just like are they all? Yeah, because I assume that you must have a mixed bag of people that are uh, big fans of your music, that are fans of gaming. That so it feels like it's a, could be a lot of different types of people that are well, following you. I love you so much. It's so. <laughs> It's like, a, okay, so it's interesting because as a voice impression, it's not just a, it's not, I don't record my face too much. Right. Um, so a big chunk of my channel is me playing as Pennywise plays Call of Duty or Black Panther plays Grand Theft Auto, Obama does this, Trump does this. So I'll have super far right people, super far left, or, you know, I'll have uh, Pennywise people who just want to watch Pennywise stuff. Someone who just wants to watch Family Guy content. Yeah. So it's all, and when I, 2017, I was going across, I've been to New Bedford, Massachusetts, like near Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, Nebraska and Los Angeles, right? And bands were, for instance, I was doing Kendrick Lamar impression. I went to E3 gaming, didn't get uh-huh. at all. I went to a Kendrick Lamar concert the second I stepped in. Um, cause I, I do Kendrick and people were like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like all different, you know, like, <laughs> you know, big buff black dude, whatever. And then yeah. I go to Omaha and uh, I went into an ice cream shop and like these six little kids, like this family, they're like, hey, um, my daughter thinks she knows you. These six <laughs> little kids, like, hi. And, you know, and then I go to uh, New Bedford and then it's like a, I was at a parade and someone at the parade was like, you imagine? so it's like completely different. It's insane. Wow. And but, have you ever been recognized? I mean, you must be like people hear your voice and they go, I know this, but I can't place you. Yeah. All the time. Uh-huh. All the time. Do you get any um, celebrity lookalikes? Has anyone come up to you and been convinced that you're someone else? It actually happened once. Um, <laughs> more than once. D'Angelo Russell, uh, basketball player. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't know who he was until they said I looked like him so much. I had a tough chance. <laughs> it was like 2015 or 16. Someone, I was in Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this dude comes up to me. He's like, yo, D'Angelo, man, good game last week, bro. <laughs> and I was like, that's not me. And he goes, bro, look, I know you don't want to get noticed, but I know it's you, man. <laughs> and I was like, no, I swear, man, I swear. And he goes, bro, come on, can I get a picture for my son? And I was like, yeah, whatever. So he took a picture. And I swear to God, after he took it, there's two girls behind yeah. him. The hair, they're going, are you really him? <laughs> And I was like, no, nah, but I said, I don't know what, <laughs> but I was like, no, nah, man, no, nah, I'm not. Uh, that's- you should have said, hell yeah. What are you talking about? But that was, yeah. so uh, the answer- 
I love that. I love that someone is convincing you that you are, in fact, who they think you yeah, are. Right. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Um, when we get back, I, I have questions about the gaming world. I, I know very little about it, so I'm curious what your perspective is on it. So we'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. Hi, friends. Grace Helbig here from the podcast Not Too Deep, which you are currently listening to, hosted by me, Grace Helbig. Just wanted to say a couple of things. One, thank you so much for listening. And two, if you are enjoying yourself to such a degree that you'd love to leave us a um, review on the Apple Store, that would be so appreciated because again you are very appreciated for giving us your time your ears your attention whatever it may be uh and that was my couple of things now back to me me okay gaming gaming big part of what you do what was the first video game you remember playing or remember like loving the first game i ever okay remember loving super nintendo it was like a looney tunes game Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, mario you know, old stuff. Um, All the old school then, classics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say those. Cool. Now, what... I, I'm so curious about the gaming world. How do you describe the gaming world? I'm sure you have a, a little different perspective because you get to, like, be fun, have comedy infused in all of your videos that you do. But how do you describe that world? Um, uh, it's Now it's like... It, it competes, if not bigger than, like... Like the you know the one anything the yeah like it's like years ago everybody thought no just games kids just playing now it's everyone there's money in it there's yeah watch hours of it that's like these kids that's their Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon totally um and it's so variety you know with multiplayer and stuff I'm personally I love just the the single player games where it's like a story mm-hmm. a lot of the kids nowadays just want to play with each other and mm-hmm. uh, it's like it's it's I don't know it's so much to it now there's so many. It's yeah, I've seen the videos of like the the gamer competitions and the the lights and the graphics and everything. I mean, it's like Super Bowl level of production for these things. It's wild to me. And then they just play. And it's like, I love it. I think it's so fun. I'm terrible at video games. What's your advice if you have any for people that want to get into the gaming world, but they might be intimidated by it? Um, I would say to try to look up games that what like if you like certain books or films or honestly because i'm coming from the single player world the yeah. side um, try to find look up a game that would correlate with that type of uh genre and try that if it's rated well you know mm-hmm. and um i would say to start off with that first because like going into a multiplayer game if you don't play you're going to get your ass destroyed beat. yeah uh, but some people like to learn under pressure you know so True. um there's so many now there's so many games and yeah. i'll just try probably look up something that you would interested there's something for everyone there i imagine now when you're doing your the trump impression i can't imagine the amount of reactions that you have to delete from videos or you can't post uh are there any that stick out to you as the most memorable um probably because i'm on the spot i can think for the most part it's literally uh not well it also must feel nice i'll just uh ask now that you're you're doing cleveland that you don't have to do Trump <laughs> if you don't want to. Because I can also imagine it's really fun to do, but it must be a little exhausting to do. Uh, I, it, honestly, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's great. I love to hear it. I uh, I used to, I never thought that, you know, originally I did Obama a lot, right? In my yeah. 
Trump sucked at the beginning and then it's become to a point where I've studied it to it's, it's so fun to go online and then do it. Mm-hmm. And so initially I was thinking when I, you know, on Call of Duty, people can put their clan tags, which means they can put like a four words or something. And I'll see MAGA mm-hmm. and Trump. And yeah. I'm like, okay, they're probably going to think I sound like shit because they love this, you know, right. but they give the best reactions. They're like, oh my God, you sound so black. <laughs> So that's always fun to do, you know, and yeah. I was always talking with like Obama in the background, like, yo, Donald, what are you doing? <laughs> Lang Obama, can you please come down? And then it was, Whoa! and that's the best reactions ever. Oh, heard. it's great. It's really great. Now, because now you're, you're a professional uh, a voiceover actor. How do you have you developed any like Celine Dion type of tendencies of like preserving your voice? Do you do any like warm ups, that kind of thing? Um not until I started going to the studio, like, oh my God, the first day, yeah. they, someone told me, one of the casting directors from the family guys said, yeah, like Ian McKellen, um, or Patrick Stewart, they go, they've gone to the studio and they ask for apples because apples make your, uh, you know, suck up your saliva so you can sound more crisp. And Interesting. Then, so first day I <laughs> brought a bag, I bought like two apples, some honey <laughs> and water. So between every line, I'll just, it'll be a line going, what, Cater? And I'll go, for one second. <laughs> <laughs> you know to make it uh, every line i'm telling Dedicated. you so, i bet they're looking at me like what the hell <laughs> like oh, he has man. some neurotic tendencies yeah, but right. he's doing a great job <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> that's so fun okay let's shift gears let's talk about music because this is something that is ongoing for you and it feels like a totally like other side of your personality that you get to be a little bit more serious you get to be a little bit more um like deep with your you know art mm-hmm. how how like how much time do you spend on music uh you know compared to everything else and like what are you currently working on yeah so initially i you know earlier i had planned for 2020 to release three separate pro- eps projects oh wow or COVID happened and cleveland happened uh, so a lot of it i'm moving it all to 2021 um, okay. but there was a minute where i was really going to the studio like every every week really trying to push you know and music is so new to me mm. um, like, uh, it's only been two years now since I've even been singing. Oh, really? It. Okay. Yeah. And I initially started out on with music probably t- like three years ago in the sense of parody. Like mm-hmm. I would, uh, I would do funny raps and thinking, okay, maybe I can like, you know, little Dicky and Lonely Island and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can get away with it if I do it and make it funny, you know, mm-hmm. and that was what I started out of. Um, I was doing funny raps and stuff like that. And then I got, you know, heartbroken and switched gears and stuff. And then that's when I started to try singing. Oh, very cool. And all it takes is one real tough breakup to really inspire (laughs) that, I'm sure. Did it, was there apprehension to putting serious music out there that like people are going to be waiting for the joke or waiting for a button to happen? I was, I was actually surprised that I didn't get as many people saying, go back to voices as much as I thought. Um, Mm. In the sense that, so I fail saved it. So I have this, a character where I do like, hey, what's going on? Like a cholo voice, right? Uh on Fortnite, and i said uh cholo sings to players and the way i did it was i would talk as the character that i would sing like me that was the first time i I was like if people said i sucked i'd say no that's the character not me i I, (laughs) no but a lot of people were saying yo you can actually sing bro whatever and i was like okay so then i tried another video and i sang as myself and they're like yo man you're really good so that's awesome you know mm -hmm. so uh currently still working on the music yeah yeah Okay, what is there a timeline on things that people could expect? Uh huh. Yeah, I'm trying to do like I said, three EPs for 2021 mm-hmm. uh, over the span of months, and uh, 
I the first EP should be coming out. I'm trying to get up uh, by January, February of next year. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, is there any hint or like vague information you can give about the the mood or vibe that people can expect? Yeah, honestly, yeah. So the first one, as I'm stating now, things always change in the music world. And yeah, so like, yeah. First one is definitely more of a, it's still like an R&B type funk vibe. And then the second, I want to have like a, an eclectic type of lineup with it. Cool. Second one, I'm trying to do alternative sound. And then the third one would be me trying my hand at rapping seriously again. So that's cool. How. Oh, that's so exciting. Okay, very cool. People will be very fucking thrilled to hear all of that <laughs> going on. Um, okay, PS5, you got one of these. Yeah. There it is. How does it feel to be in possession of one of those? It is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it. It's, it's just a, such a beautiful thing. And look, yeah, I could tell. It's the only thing other than Christmas decorations that you have in your place. <laughs> you don't now, want to know what how much I spent on it because I didn't get the actual uh, the retail one. Wow. Okay. So it's a, it's a serious possession of yours. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Very good to know. Now, what's a, I'm sure every day for you is different, but what's like a normal day if there is one for you? I mean, now in quarantine pandemic, all of these things, everything's changed, but like, what's your day to day look like? Yeah. So usually wake up, I wake up late cause I'm a, I'm a night owl, mm-hmm. uh, you know, watch some YouTube videos. I love YouTube. It's like my favorite. It's like my favorite thing. Okay. So who do you recommend? Who are you watching? Who are your major go-tos? Um, this channel, uh, channel called What If. I know if you've what heard if. of it. Okay. Um, they just talk about different scenarios like what if aliens came to Earth or what if uh, water was thicker than, you know, what yeah. if that, and stuff like that. And I just get lost in that. Yeah. Uh, channel uh, Daily. Wh- have, they, have they said anything about the aliens? What can we expect <laughs> about the aliens? Because I've been watching a lot of UFO documentaries recently. Uh, crap. I just know. I don't, they say a lot, but I just know right now the government's saying a lot, which is interesting. Right. I know. <laughs> and then I'm like, I think we, we've missed our window on them coming down to help us out. I feel yeah. like we've uh, ruined our earth and there's nothing here for them uh, anymore. That was not the time to come. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that channel, there's a channel called Daily Dose of Internet. Okay. Where they just take out the internet clips and put them into like a three minute video. Love it. Uh, uh, Nelk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> now, do you, I mean, you obviously watch TV. What have you been watching? Um, Chernobyl. I just started that. Love okay. it. Okay. Uh-huh. Good. I, I haven't gotten into that at all. Uh, have you heard about it? Or I've heard of it, but yeah, I know nothing other than the title. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, good. Oh, I yeah. just, uh, for, for the most part, I'm a huge uh, Breaking Bad fan. So anything... Mm finished that tw- three times I'm, have I'm you tried um your honor or whatever the new no. one that brian cranston's in oh, I, I recommend it but i literally had to like tap out because it was too intense it's wild highly recommend though really great. well so of course i'll check that out oh very cool very cool okay what else are you watching um i finished you know i guess so better call saw it's the same mm-hmm. thing love it um i can't wait for atlanta to come back euphoria is great mm-hmm uh, that's about it right now. I can't remember. Nice. I so much on backlog that I don't even know. <laughs> well, you've been busy. You've been busy. Now, mm-hmm. also, one of the things about you, you want to do acting. You're you're in Los Angeles to be to be acting. Mm-hmm. Um, is there like a, a dream role? Are you going for more comedy things? Do you want to do serious stuff? A little bit of yeah, everything? Everything, yeah. Will Smith, Donald Glover type things. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, 
Oh, that being said, I just Mandalorian is amazing. I finished that too. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. I would love to be in. <laughs> it's so random. So I am a big fan of uh, Avatar, James Cameron's Avatar, right? A lot of mm-hmm. people, but it's my favorite thing. I would have okay. to dream over being one of those. He's doing like five or six of them. So, hey, James. Hey, um, this is how you manifest. <laughs> you put it into the universe and so then right. things start to happen. <laughs> Out of the Clayton voice as an as an obvious. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, uh, Marvel, Star Wars, you know, mm. uh, big stuff like that. But I'm a big fan of A24. Um, I love indie films. I feel mm. like that would be a great way to really get your chops out there in terms of drama. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of photography, you know, cinematography and like uh, great lighting and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm a love. I love indie films. Nice. Now, do you write as well? No. No. Okay. Intimidated. Intimidated. Yeah. I wanted to be a writer until I moved to LA. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. What was the move like? Cause you moved from the Bay area down to Los Angeles. Was that a big shift or was it relatively the same? Um, no, it was pretty big, way different than the Bay area. You know, I moved here for college. So surrounded by people all my age, living in a apartment building with everyone my age near USC. So mm-hmm. that was crazy. Um, I didn't, uh, drink until I was 21. I was a good kid. You know what I mean? Good for you. <laughs> like too good. Um, <laughs> But, you know, I had a great time and it was way different until I went back to the Bay like four months later. And I was like, wow, the air, I can actually breathe air out here. Like the air is so yeah. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. What do you miss most about the Bay Area? Um, I go every other month, honestly. But oh, my nice. mom's out there. My family's out, you know, mom's side of the family and dad too. Um, no, dad's side. It's my mom and my sister out there, my mom's side. But gotcha. I, uh, my friends are out there. I go to the food. I like the food more. Yeah. Uh, bars, the nightlife. It's it's way more chill, but I just think it's more up my alley. Yeah. Now, how did your family take the news of the, the voiceover casting? Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> my mom used to keep telling me, so did you get it yet? And I'm like, mom, I'm still, I just auditioned oh. today. Just auditioned today, wait. Like, <laughs> and, uh, you know, she, when they finally called me, I'll give you a quick little rundown. So yeah. uh, the executive producer I usually just send all my calls to voicemail because I get a lot of spam sometimes. So yeah. I just got a call. I was like, okay, burp, hang on, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, the voicemail came immediately. I was like, okay, who is this? I'm like, hey, Reef, it's Rich. Uh, yeah, it's from Family Guy. We have some, t-. I was like, oh God. So I called him right back. He goes, can you hop on Zoom real quick? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I hopped on Zoom and that's when Alec and Rich told me the news. And I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. Bert. I know, playing it so cool. I screamed, right? And I called my mom. And she was like, wait, wait, what? She was like a heart attack. She was so happy. And uh, then she had to hang up because she was like buying face masks from someone. And I like, <laughs> All right. I got scared for like 30 minutes because she wouldn't pick up. I was like, oh my gosh, you okay? And I came back and she was like, hey, how you doing? And she was like crying. And she told everyone, I was like, mom, you can't tell too many people. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. How long were you sitting on this secret before it was announced? Yeah, like a month. It was so hard. To, to... Oh, whoa. A whole... yeah. yeah, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Now, beforehand, did your family... Um, did they understand the YouTube world? Do they follow you on there? Um, my dad's not really into the internet like that. Okay. Um, That's nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they're, they're separated. It's been, you know, but he, uh, it's like a separate thing, but he doesn't really know. <laughs> he'll just be like, Hey boy, how you doing? <laughs> he goes like he'll forget like he's like so what are you doing for work now i'm like still acting he goes oh that's good <laughs> and, uh, <you> know, <laughs> but um my mom yeah she's always she's always been a uh big fan of it she's been a oh. big supporter. um so very sweet and your your sister 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, do you have to attribute a lot of this success to your sister showing you these movies as a child? Yeah, honestly, yes, yes. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be the goofy person without her. So I 100%. That's so sweet. Okay, we're going to take one last break. When we get back, I have a bunch of Instagram questions for you. So we'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. Okay, before we get into these Instagram questions, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest that is on the podcast. And the first is, who, alive or dead, would you most like to throw cold spaghetti at? (laughs) Yeah, very, this is my... uh, 2020 question very serious god cold spaghetti let's see uh jonah hill whoa i love, I love him a, but i think a, his reaction would be hilarious that's a great answer i if love he, that if he acted like his character from super bad i think it'd be the funniest shit in the world you know <laughs> oh that's so great also well, that'd be funny oh i would love that i hope that happens um <laughs> Okay, the other question I ask every single guest is tell us your worst pants shooting story or like a bathroom close call scenario, but you can only use three words or three small phrases to describe the situation. So mine, for example, is a college jogging front lawn. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, let's see here. (laughs) Uh, Fifth grade, but naked caught. I'm glad that was fifth grade. A very, very um, interesting picture has been painted. (laughs) Okay, let's get into these Instagram questions for you. Uh, Someone wants to know, a lot of people were asking, who is your favorite voice to do besides Cleveland? Kendrick Lamar. Really? Mm, Yeah. Uh, Is there one that people ask you to do all the time that you're like, "Eh, I'll do it, but it's not my favorite? Um, hmm. Pennywise, I guess. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And have any of the other impressions ever reached out to you? Has anyone ever contacted you or slid into DMs noticing your impression? No, the closest was um, Little Yachty. I did his impression for a minute. <laughs> and he put, <laughs> put me on a story one time of him watching my video. So that was about it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, okay, so wants to know, uh, being a voice actor now, are you seeing uh, other roles come up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, very cool. Getting auditions and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what they're asking. Very cool. Now, do you ha- do you have a dream role that you would love to play, or um, like a dream character that you haven't done yet that you'd like to debut, or is that top secret? No, I think one of them, a dream role I'd love to do. Just one is to be on Pixar one day and do anything. Oh. Yeah. Like I'm just a big fan of animation all throughout. So I would Very, love that. That sounds awesome. Uh, someone's know, how did YouTube impact your career? It made my career. <laughs> so wild. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, without it. I don't think I don't know where I'd be. I think I feel like I'd always push and find a way to get to where I want to be regardless, but it definitely helped me in this dimension. Um, totally. And I'm curious, because you've been on YouTube now eight years? Yeah, since 2012, so. Yeah, eight years. So have you noticed, like, how for you is YouTube different than when you first started? Yeah, oh my God. Because <laughs> it's it's very different. <laughs> and it was before it was just people were making, it'll be random viral videos. Mm-hmm. And uh, remember memes like Chocolate Rain and yep. stuff like that, like, 
And then it was just skits. A lot of people did skits. Like, it were actual people acting and, like, improv troops. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of them started from, like, Derek Comedy. Donald Glover started on YouTube and stuff like that, you know? And I was, like, you know, Smosh. And yeah, and it was all about... And I used to... Back then, I had a channel that I deleted now, but I was trying that. But mm. I... And then, over the years, it became... You know, gaming was not a thing at all on YouTube. Yeah, I remember hearing about gaming and it being like, okay, sure. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I feel like it exploded yeah, and everyone one. was like, yeah. It's to the point where big channels that don't do gaming will do a game review every once in a while to capitalize off the success of it. You know what mm. I mean? Um, like James Charles plays Among Us and stuff. You know, it's like yeah. so random. Um, but now, I remember for a while when I they'd say, you can make millions off of YouTube. This was like 20... 2009 or whatever. I was like, no, you can't yeah. be away. They're like, yeah, PewDiePie's rich. And I was like, no, he doesn't act like it. And then <laughs> YouTube, t- Viner's going from YouTube and this mm. new lifestyle where you see the money, like the cars and the, and the, the houses and the, you know, like, yeah. oh, you know, and now people, everybody wants to be a YouTuber now because they want, that's like such an easy way to be famous mm-hmm. and money. You can have a million dollars. Like if you're do it right, right. And have a look, you can have a million dollars in like two months. Yeah. You know? way different than it was it's and i'm curious too because uh in just like looking at the stuff that you post online and and the way you present yourself you seem to have a very healthy boundary of you know your private and personal life versus what you put online is that like a conscious thing that you kind of keep some distance between that yeah definitely yeah obviously more as i go into the acting world um that'll start to change but i've been lucky to have this anonymity and still have you know a fan base that supports me, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I mean, it feels like you've started uh, your channels and uh, all these things without showing your face at first. And then like by obligation, you've kind of had to be like, hi, here I am. But I respect that very much, like your ability to have a boundary of your private life, because I think on YouTube, obviously, it's very intoxicating to put everything out there, but you can't take it back once it's all out there. I... I... <laughs> I do remember the first time I started, I started to show my face a little bit more in 2017. Mm-hmm. I was getting comfortable with it. I was, and I remember the first time I ever got noticed in person, I, I was freaked out. I was on Melrose. I came uh-huh. out of the shop and some guy with glasses on is sitting on top of the car, like looking ominous. Like, like, <laughs> That's so scary. <laughs> with my friend and he walks over and goes, Hey man, I know you. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yo, like what the, f-? cause <laughs> no That's one noticed me. That's so scary. You. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and he goes, don't do it. Don't fuck with me. I know who you are. <laughs> what? And he goes, Azers, right? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And he goes, I love your videos. Keep it up, man. Keep that shit up. And he walked away. Oh. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that could have gone a very yeah. different way. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Um, do you, do you plan on kind of keeping that space of like private life, private life and like using it? Like you said, it seems like you're putting more personal stuff into your music and like letting that speak for itself kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously I, I'm, I think I'm, you know, I am ready to get out there visually more yeah. in terms of posting things and everything. I, I keep that pretty private, you know, that's good. I think that's wonderful. It's uh. It's very refreshing to see someone with boundaries that operates on the internet. Um, okay, someone wants to know, how was your approach to taking over a role with such a known voice? Did you have to match it or could you make it your own? Yeah, so um, initially when I first got the audition, um, they gave me a script and I was freaking out. I didn't know if they wanted to me to do Mike's old um, performance, like back in the ni- uh, 90s or the new one. You right. know, so Over the years, it changes. And um, what I did was, 
I found out the script was an episode that had already aired. And I just pulled the episode up on Hulu and would play the clip back and voice match it as best as I could. Wow. And, uh, and then I sent them another one of me doing it with the modern way, my mm-hmm. forms. And they ended up wanting, they said, yeah, go with the modern way. And every audition since then was the modern way. And I don't add things to it. It's just, I want to keep it as close to the essence of as Cleveland as possible. And I have Mike helping me the lot along the way. Richard oh, that's Powell great. As well, so. Very cool. But that's, I like that they're letting you at least make it your own. It feels like that takes a little bit of the pressure off of, yeah. of you having to match it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone wants to know, what's your favorite food? Uh, pizza. That's boring. So I'll say, oh. uh, <laughs> it's honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's the best. Yeah. But Mexican food for sure. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, tons of people have asked about when the new music is coming out and you've kind of alluded to that over the next year. Someone to know once quarantine is done, will you start doing concerts in Texas? Very specific <laughs> ask. Yeah, right. Wherever I can. Yeah. I would love to do uh, across the country, across the world. One, one day when I'm at a point where I'm comfortable and feel I'm able to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people have asked this question. Is he still going to post YouTube videos, even though he's working? 100%. Yeah. It's just that transition. I know I haven't posted too much, but um, I'm going to get back. And I think 2021, I'm going to pump out stuff a lot, way more than this year for sure. Nice, nice, nice. And I mean, the nice thing is everyone now is in on the secret and knows that you're working. So you get a bit of a pass for, exactly. uh, for not having posted things. Right. Are you going to be trying new things? Are you going to be kind of continuing the same content? Yeah, trying new stuff, same old stuff too. But you know, who knows what I'll do try because it's just it happens when it naturally you know what I mean? So I don't know what I'm going to do new, but I'm going to try new things for sure. Mix it up. Cool, cool. Someone's asking, can you do any Star Wars impressions? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's boring. to. I mean, Yoda and stuff. I mean, that's like nothing too good. I would, if I practice, right. I can learn it. Um, I could practice a Mandalorian impression. I might try that on my channel one day. Who knows? Mm. It, but no. Can't. <laughs> that's a very honest answer. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, someone to know is Cleveland your favorite character on Family Guy? Yes. There you go. Um, a lot of people are asking if you're single. That's a big question, but I, we can keep it a mystery. I got, I got <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh, he's in a committed relationship yeah. with someone, <laughs> something. Uh, and people want to know how you first got into doing music. And you said you started doing like some parody songs at first. Um, but was there a tipping point, like an aha moment there? Like, I'm going to try this seriously now. Um I think like it was, like I said, it was like a year, I mean, two years ago when I was going through like a, you know, emotional thing and mm-hmm. finding a, I liked, you know, Daniel Caesar was popping at the moment for me and it was big mm-hmm. inspiration musically. And I think without his album, I wouldn't probably uh, start to do it at that point, sing like that. Yeah. Uh, and Donald Glover, Shadows Gambino, I think also without him, I probably wouldn't be an artist at all because, you know, you look at Kid Cudi, Kanye, stuff like that, uh, Jared Leto, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave me the, you know, seeing, uh, before they look at you, like, if you're an actor, you can't, you can't sing. That's just right. you're an actor, not a singer or a rapper. And, uh, those artists gave me the specifically Childish Gambino gave me the, uh, the balls to even try to do, to mix it up and do it myself, you know? So, yeah. I mean, especially because Donald Glover starts in comedy and moves mm-hmm. like into the more serious stuff still stays in comedy. And it's a really great, uh, inspiration of being able to do both very well and not having to like compromise one area of your artistry 
to mm. fill one of the other ones. I think that's very cool. Um, someone to know what's your biggest imposter syndrome moment? <laughs> Is that from Among Us? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, okay, you're a huge Among Us person, right? Oh, that's no. No. Okay. I haven't played it. <laughs> okay, because I was going to ask you, I, I have friends that are obsessed with it. I know nothing about it. I was going to be like, what's the log line for it? <laughs> yeah, I don't even I, and, um, feel like I'm too old or something. I'm going to have to for my channel because my fans want me to. But I played it like I haven't played it seriously. I played it once with YouTubers that knew what they were doing. So uh -huh. the one in the background just going, no. <laughs> another time I played with some fans and I didn't really get a chance to. So I haven't really sat down and played it like that. And it's just so... Everyone knows everything about it and yeah. where the map is and what to do. And I'm like sitting there like, I do not know. So I'm not an imposter, <laughs> I'm, imposter. I'm not an imposter person. <laughs> well, uh, you're, you're, you have humility about it, which is great. Okay. The last question. This is so many people are asking, uh, what's your favorite trolling voice? <sighs> yeah, Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland? As it is. You is get the there... best reaction. Yeah, I was going to say, is there a voice that you get stuck in that it takes a second for you to get back to to you? Um, sometimes. Like I've done, because when you do Trump, you got to do the... All of it. Lots of this. I found myself, actually, I'll talk to someone like, yo, come on. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Trump for sure. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And now, quick thing with the Trump thing, too. He does this all the time, and now I find myself under my mask always going... <laughs> So that's a big, yeah. <laughs> a dangerous byproduct right. of doing uh, a Trump impression. Right. Um, okay. Before we wrap up completely, we love to give all of our guests a little token of our appreciation for making time to spend with us today. And I believe Melissa might have emailed you. We have a personalized fortune cookie from us to you that you're welcome to open and read your fortune aloud to the class. All right, here we go. Okay. This is the NSA agent assigned to monitoring your phone behavior. And I am begging you to look at other things besides puppies and butts. How did you guys know that? I mean, we, this is uh, out of my hands. It comes in through. We have very close ties with the FBI, apparently. <laughs> but also, it's uh, not the worst search history. Uh, oh, no. All things considered. Now, Arif, where can people who don't know you, the very few, where can they find everything that you're up to, the music, your your channel, and everything else? Mm -hmm. So the hub for that is my Instagram, which is azers.4rif. So that's mm -hmm. A-Z-E-R-R-Z.4rif. Um, azers is my YouTube name. Arif with four is my musician name. Um, if you want to find me on YouTube, just type in Azers, and that's just, uh, you're going to get a whole bunch of stuff there. Music, Arif, 4rif. There you go. Amazing. Uh, everyone go check out everything that he's doing. I anticipate it's only going to get cooler and more interesting and more fun. I'm Congratulations on everything that's going on. So excited. Uh, new episodes in, in 2021, I guess, of Family Guy. They have to wait. Yeah, have to wait. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much for sitting and talking to us, Arif. This was so fun. Thank you. Of course. We'll see you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. It was Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz. Edited by Shireen Lani Yunus. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. And an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. <laughs> 